What is up and welcome to the All Basketball Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Maurice Dixon, coming to you on October 27th. We got another high school basketball season preview. We got Corey Kaysen on the show from Discovery High School in, in the Metro Atlanta, Lawrenceville, Gwinnett County area. Coach Kaysen, how you doing this morning? Doing well, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, first, you, uh, as we mentioned, talked about in the pre-show, you've been the coach of Discovery all seven seasons since it opened. Um, you were uh, an assistant at Norcross, so is that kind of how you cut your teeth, so to speak, to get into the um, coaching ranks? Yeah, well, I, so I attended University of Georgia, and I was a student manager uh, with the with the boys or with the men's team there for four years during my undergrad. Uh, then I stayed on staff and was graduate assistant under Mark Fox uh, for two years as well, and stayed on and did uh, director of operations for a year uh, with them after my GA position. Uh, so I was all in all was in was in different capacities with the Georgia basketball team for. Uh, eight different seasons in different roles uh, with them prior to uh, 2011. I joined the staff over at Norcross uh, and worked four years with Jesse uh, before taking the job over here at Discovery. Okay. So as far as your going going against your mentor, so to speak, Coach Jesse Williams over McMillan, I'm sorry, over at Norcross. How, how was that for you uh, when you when you play those guys? Because you're in the same region. I mean, it's always you know it's always fun to compete with them. It's uh, you know one of those things. You know, we're still really close uh, even before before you know we kind of got in the same region. We've stayed in close contact. We talk uh, you know usually multiple times a week uh, about different things. And um, but it's always fun to compete. You know, I'm he still got a little bit of a uh, you know Nick Saban stranglehold on me right now. We we got to find a way to beat them here at some point, but uh, it is, you know, we had some really close competitive games last year. Two of our games kind of came down to the last possession. So, it, you know, it was, uh, it's been fun. Okay, good to know. Good to know you guys were, were, were right there, right there with them to the end. They just um, got the edge you out, so to speak. Uh, yeah. Speaking speaking of last season, um, just a crazy season, somewhat term maybe is the COVID season, but we were all kind of new to this pandemic and everything. Looking back on it, even though we're still in the pandemic, but looking back on that first season, just how would you sum it all up? Uh, I mean, just different, I would say. I mean, different was probably the biggest thing, man. It, it, you know, just nothing was quite the same as normal. Obviously, not having fans in the gym takes out a lot of the atmosphere situation for kids, which is, you know, part of – from a competitive standpoint, something that I really enjoy, and I know the kids do as well. Uh, even just like locker room, you know, time spent in the locker room together, things like that just weren't quite the same. We had so many restrictions uh, in comparison to previous years. So it, it was certainly a different year. You know, as the year went along, you know, we grew a little more accustomed to it, and we honestly didn't have uh, too many issues, quite honestly. We only really had one hiccup about a week that affected two guys um, so in the grand scheme of things we didn't have a lot of effects directly to our team but we de- definitely had some adjustments to the schedule from other teams and things like that 
Um, but I mean, all in all, we, you know, I was really proud of kind of the guys' ability to persevere through some changes, and we had a you know a strong senior class of guys who were you know had been in the program for a while, so it was good to see them kind of you know at least get to have their senior season and go out uh, you know with a with a good year. Yeah, definitely good good for those guys to get to compete. Um, as crazy as crazy as things were, how is how is the Gwinnett County school system and everything? What how are they um adjusting with this upcoming season? Are they going to is there going to be a capacity limit or uh, do you have to? As, uh, as far as I know, right now I do not. I don't think we have any kind of capacity restrictions in gyms. Uh, <clears throat> we are still under some a little bit of some guidelines in terms of, uh, you know, just how we handle practices and things like that. Um, but in terms of fan capacity at games, as of right now, we don't have restrictions, to my knowledge, at least. Okay. De- de- definitely great to hear. I mean, that there is a vaccine out there and um, something to help us. So we, we got to yeah. start getting back to some some type of no- nor- normal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, Sorry, but with the oh, so um, as I as I can somewhat see in your gym now, um, do, do you are you guys um doing having more shot clock games this season? Yeah, so I were uh, we'll play with the shot clock primarily the entire season. Um, you know, our, our region has agreed to play with the shot clock throughout the year. Um, you know, so it's for us. You know, we just see it as something to go ahead and implement, even though. Uh, it's not mandatory for the state until next year. Uh, we've all, the county has put them in for us uh, throughout the county. So all of our in-county games, we've agreed to play with it. And uh, I believe just about all of our regular season games, um, off the top of my head, we've agreed to use it. Uh, there's only maybe one or two teams on my schedule who have not got shot clocks yet. Uh, they, I think they most of those teams have plans or intentions of having them at some point before the season. So um, hopefully it's something we use and something we kind of start getting accustomed to so that going into next year is you know not quite as big of a challenge when it becomes a statewide thing. Okay, great. Did you did you uh what were were you for for the proposal um set up by I know I know Coach Welsh did Welsh did yeah. as well. Um Yeah I, mean, I, I think it was, certainly it's it's a it's uh, a change that's necessary, it's needed. I mean, it's something for, uh, you know, especially around here with as many kids we have go play at the next level. It's something for them to get accustomed to. Um, and I think it just overall cleans up the game. Uh, you know, there's a lot of percentage, Not, you know, I'd say 90% of the game where it, it may not affect a ton. Um, but, you know, some of those late game situations where, you know, a team may have been willing to hold the ball for two or three minutes, you know, up a couple points late in the game. It just, I think, allowed teams a little more of a strategy uh, to have the ability to make a comeback late, things like that, whereas in the past, you really had to, if you were down late, you, you know, you had to really rely on fouling really early and hoping for best case, you know, missing free throws and things like that, whereas now you, you can actually strategize and know, hey, you know, we got four minutes to go, so I know I've got at least eight possessions left, uh, even without fouls, things like that, where you can kind of game plan. Okay, yeah, definitely. We don't, we don't, we don't need any more stall ball. Is, is it? Is it oh, those are tough, man. Those, uh, t- those, those are tough to watch and to, to um, 
the log as I'm keeping up with games. I mean, it makes it, the time go by fast, but it's like we need we need some we need some entertainment here too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But specifically as far as your team, coach, tell me a little bit about um. You said you had um a good group of seniors who left. They um left the program off in, with a winning record last season, twenty and ten overall, eight and four in your region. But uh, some about some of the new guys you're expecting to see um, improvement from and just to lead to lead you guys this season. Yeah. Uh, well, we got, I mean, our leading returner is DeCorey uh, McGowan. He kind of was our sixth man last year. Uh, a wing, kind of a wing shooter, about 6'3", uh, pretty good athlete. Um, so he kind of expecting him to kind of take over from a leadership standpoint, uh, improve, you know, kind of step his game up from a scoring standpoint for us. Another senior, Danu Baker, who sat out last year, actually, parents held him out with COVID stuff. Um, about a 6'6", senior who... You know, it's going to be a really big blue guy for us. A uh, really good defensive player. Knows the game, understands the game. You know, may not necessarily fill up the stat sheet uh, everywhere, but is a kid that, you know, does all the little stuff, will take charges. He's been really instrumental uh, in our fall kind of development stuff, uh, being a leader in the locker room. So he's a guy that also hopes to, you know, kind of see big things from. And uh, we have a couple transfers, from, one from Duluth, Zaylin Blue, who I think was about a 12 or 13 point a game kid for them last year, who's also a senior. And then a transfer uh, from Meadow Creek, 6'6", uh, kind of forward, Colby Williams, who he's got some potential. He's some, you know, got to continue to get stronger. Um, he's got some potential to help us, I believe, this year. And then honestly, outside of that, you know, I've got about four or five sophomores um, who, for better or worse, are going to get to play a lot this year. You know, we're just really young. Um, but, you know, Byron Martin and Trey Hobbs are two kind of off the top that uh, should see significant playing time as sophomores, which I've tried to explain to them how rare that is at this level and this, uh, you know, in our region. Not only rare, but also very challenging and very tough. So uh, I need those guys to, to grow up and grow up fast. So for us to be competitive um, as we get deeper into the region season. Yeah, I hope they give you guys some um, depth and help out help out the main guys. It's always good to have have some have depth. Uh, just one thing, once I guess some things or one issue you felt like last season the team had that you hope they clean up this season. You know, last year, honestly, I mean, I don't have a ton of stuff I would say necessarily negative about the group, man. If we, you know, I think we, with what we had, if I'm being, you know, if I was being 100% honest, I think we we competed at a high level in every game. Uh, I think I look back, you know, there was really only uh, one game last year where we were blown out and uh, we competed in every game. We were in every game. Um, so I've kind of just, I've used them as a building block with this group about just, you know, you know, we didn't have a bunch of Division One kids running around. We had a couple of Division Two kids, but you know how, you know, with experience and you know learning and playing together, we can, you know, you can win a lot of games uh, without necessarily having, you know, four or five star players or whatever it may be, and you can still compete uh, just with experience, toughness, you know, playing hard, playing together, those type of things. So. Okay, yeah, yeah, great. Um, talk to me about 
a little bit about the your, your schedule, any tournaments or showcases you want to be in outside of region play and everything? Uh, this year, we, we're playing a Thanksgiving tournament over at Tula High School, um, which has got a pretty good field. We will play non-region games uh, at Parkview, uh, which has a good returning group. We'll play at Buford. Uh, we play Winder Barrow, who uh, you know advanced to the second round last year uh, in state in 6A. Um, trying to think off the top. Uh, we play every year. We play Central Gwinnett twice as our kind of crosstown rivalry game. And we open we open the season uh, with Peachtree Ridge, who has been one of our biggest rivals kind of here at this school over the last three or four years. So we open the season with them uh, on Friday night, that opening night. So that should be good as well. So we we got a lot of in county games, uh, you know, against high level opponents. Um, in terms of trying to find good competition, man, we always, you know, try to try to get these guys ready. We play a heavy front-loaded schedule. I think we play like seven games in 11 or 12 days to start the season. Uh, and I really try to get these guys drilled up for, for region play so that come January and February, we're basically sticking with in-region games and can focus there, so. Okay, good to know. Uh, just looking back last season at the standing, Burkmar and Norcross with two tough teams in your region. I'm assuming yep. you're expecting um, some of the same things, possibly? Yeah, I mean, Burkmar and Norcross uh, both return a lot of talent. Uh, Archer is also uh, returns a lot of upperclassmen, a lot of kids. I believe they returned all but one of their guys from their rotation last year. Uh, so I would expect them to be uh, also a, a very tough out this year in our region. Uh, Meadow Creek High School has also got a lot of talent uh, returning from a, a bunch of young guys who played kind of as sophomores last year, kind of similar to what we'll be doing this year. So um, kind of, I mean, I would expect a lot of depth, uh, a lot of talent in this region. Um, but I would definitely expect, you know, Bergmar, Norcross, and Archer to be teams that, you know, on paper will be probably top 10 teams in the state, uh, at least coming into the preseason. Okay, I'm, I'm pretty sure I saw you said Zaylin Blue. I, I pretty I, I, I watched it. I was at a couple of at least one of the loose game plans. They didn't have a successful season, but I think I think I saw him play. He, he's pretty pretty them, one of their more talented players. Yeah, he's uh, he's uh, he's a skilled offensive guy. Uh, you know, the biggest thing you know can really shoot the ball. Uh, plays really hard. Really competes uh, defensively. Um, you know, the biggest thing we've worked in with him is just, you know, you know, learning what's a good shot, what's a bad shot, you know, and just kind of staying poised. Uh, you know, he, you know, he's um, very talented, but just being able to handle the ball under pressure and, like I said, kind of understanding the difference between, you know, just a shot, you know, and an elite, you know, an open shot, you know, a great shot. Uh, so being a little more patient and, uh, you know, understanding that, just kind of let the game come to him. The shots will help, you know, the shots will find him if he's patient and kind of just working on him with that a lot here in the offseason to, to kind of get better with that. Okay, good, good to hear. Did any of your guys who graduated, seeing as you say today, um, are they playing Are they playing college anywhere you want to talk about? Yeah, I've got, uh, I mean, Ian Davis, uh, who was an all-region guy for us the last two years. Uh, he's He's going to be – he's over at Georgia College. 
Um, Navon Mays, who was defensive player in the region, defense player of the year in our region last year, an all-region guy. He's at Lander University Division Two, And then uh, I've got two other guys, Mikey Moncrief and Cameron Shelton, who are both uh, all as well. So, you know, four of our five starters from last season are, you know, going on to play at the next level, which is, you know, as a coach is, you know, the most rewarding thing that really you can get. Um, so. Yeah, definitely. You, I'm sorry, on those last two guys, you cut out you was, the last two names you were saying? Cameron Shelton and Mikey Moncrease. Okay. Cam landed at a Division three in Iowa, uh, Penn, Penn University. And Mikey is at uh, San Bernardino uh, Community College out in California uh, playing. So, okay. Mikey was Mikey was also a, an all-region player last year. He was our second leading scorer behind Ian. Uh, and then Cam was our all-time leading assist guy here at Discovery High School. So, okay, great to hear. So those are specific questions I have, Coach. Is there anything uh, else you want to add before we close out the show? I think I'm good, man. I appreciate you having me on, and uh, let me know if you need anything else. Will do. Glad, glad you're able to come on. I look forward to getting out um, some of your home games and away games. Stuff is close right in the pretty much right, be, right in the backyard. Our, our, our schedule should be up on Max Preps and stuff, so if you have any, it should be up on there. Yeah, I, I keep close tabs to Max Preps, yeah. Awesome. <laughs> appreciate well, you, Coach. Else, man, and thanks for having me. Thank you, and good luck in um, this season. Appreciate it. Thank you. And well, folks, that's another episode of the All Basketball Podcast. Definitely appreciate Coach Corey Casey coming on from Discovery High School to talk, talk to me about the 21-22 basketball season, which is not too far off now. Remember, subscribe to the All Basketball Podcast on on your listening platforms that can be found there and also on YouTube. Until next time, I'm Morris Dixon. Peace and be blessed in Jesus' name.